Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. I'm Charles Firth and welcome Dom Knight. Hello. Because we now have a special episode of... Welcome, welcome to, to the, future. the Future. I'm so glad this segment is back for 2023. It's one of our most beloved segments. And look, so far it's been our look at the world of tech, the future, things to get excited about, which tends to, whenever you prepare the news, Charles, it tends mm. to inevitably equate to some sort of shithouse Bluetooth device. Yes. So we've had, what, Bluetooth water bottles, yes. Bluetooth f- fridges at one point. Oh, yeah. All kinds of – I think there were socks at one point. Yeah, we had uh, Bluetooth socks. Yeah. Basically, the segment has boiled down to the, we're going to have a future that is entirely made up of devices that have Bluetooth yes. and don't in any way need Bluetooth. Okay, well, the good news is we're going to expand the remit of this segment this Oh, my year. goodness. Uh, each time we do Welcome to the Future, it's going to be the full episode. We're going mm. to have a f- episode-length Welcome to the Future. And the whole idea is, no, no, instead of being so cynical yeah. about future tech, let's actually take a look at it and take it seriously and actually... You know, look at the good stuff. Yeah, respect the yes. visioneers that, yes. are, that are crafting stuff. I'm people like Elon Musk, who's just got such an amazingly bold mm. view of humanity on Mars, which I just can't. I hope it begins with himself yeah. and only himself. Well, it'd be terrible if he got to Mars and couldn't connect his Bluetooth device <laughs> and it all failed. Can you imagine yeah. how badly a Tesla would fuck up self-driving <laughs> on Mars? Maybe actually that's the keys. They've got to go somewhere where there's no other... <laughs> no, no other traffic. Yeah. yeah, that's right. This first episode is sort of almost an overview of oh, tech in 20... 20- state of the industry. What a, what a strong start, Charles. Yes, because... The CES is the the big expo uh, that is held in Las Vegas every year. Yeah, the Consumer Electronics Show. Yes. Big moment. And it was on in early January. It's the first time in three years that it's been a face-to-face expo because, you know. (laughs) It turned out that the future was COVID. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) The future we've been welcome to lately. And it's just a panoply of incredible devices. Is it panoply um, many monopolies at once? That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even really know what it means, <laughs> but it, it really is a, a cornucopia mm. of just uh, tech at its best. And so I want to start with LG was at the CES this year and they had a few amazing things, but nothing more amazing than their 97-inch Wireless OLED TV. 97 inch? 97 inch OLED TV. What is the worst thing about having a TV, Dom? Hmm. What is the worst thing? What's the thing that you have to solve if TVs are going to go mainstream one day? TVs are going to go mainstream. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, uh, lately I've been thinking that they're a bit small. I mean, <laughs> TVs these yeah. days are smaller than, than many full-size snooker tables yes. or swimming pools. I mean, I see swimming pools 50 metres long and I think to myself, mm. why can't I have a TV in my house mm. that's that big? The other thing that frustrates me about TVs yes. is the smart interface. Every single time I've used a so-called smart TV, yes. it has proved 
absolutely impossible for. And I have several university degrees here, Charles. Yes. And I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how to get a smart TV. You need to do a degree. Anything. You need a degree in how to operate a TV. Yes, I need an engineering yes. TV engineering smart TV engineering degree. <laughs> yeah. Well, this TV arguably doesn't solve either of those problems. <laughs> All right. Although it is ninety-seven inches. That's pretty so, big. Yeah. So I think I think tick to that. How big is ninety-seven so, inches in meters? Oh. Probably a hundred. I don't know. It's two and a half meters. So two and, two and a half, half meters. That's a that's as big as a car. It's a very big. That's TV. enormous. Yeah. The correct answer to what's the worst thing about having TV, right, is clutter. It's the oh, clutter. It's the clutter. Ca- cable clutter. That's actually that is true. That is very annoying. Yes, because mm. there's lots of cables. And what this TV, this is the revolutionary thing that it's done is mm. it has no input jacks whatsoever. Oh, you cannot plug. A cord into it, so there is no cable clutter because everything is linked to by Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so if I've got my yeah. I don't know Nintendo Switch, yep, and I don't want to play on the tiny little handheld screen, I want yeah. to do it on a massive ninety-seven inch screen. Yes, so I've got an HDMI cable, yeah. and I you I plug it into. That is a very good question. I just can't plug it in because there's well, no Bluetooth video at this stage. It doesn't work. It's not. High enough bandwidth. They probably haven't worked out. (laughs) Well, that's a very fringe edge case scenario, Dom. I don't don't think people people don't use their TVs to plug in gaming devices. Gaming devices. Twenty twenty three. How fashionable. Especially large fuck off ninety seven inch TVs that would be awesome. All right. Let's say I've got an LG mobile phone. Yes. And I want to. I don't know. Chromecast my YouTube video. Exactly. Yes. Then all you have to do is, you know, link it to the Wi-Fi. It'll the TV will have internet. So inevitably, that will take at least ten minutes to actually work. Because <laughs> yeah. I've used actually, I've had several LG TVs. Yes. And every single time you try and beam something yep. to them, it doesn't work for the first several minutes. Right. In fact, that my friend Richie's Richie Richie is a chaser writer for the yes. standing. I we spent hours trying to get his LG TV <laughs> to play something off my YouTube. Look, would again, not work. I don't think watching things is. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I think I you just sort of. Yeah. So, what the TV experience now in the yeah. future yes. is having like all these error messages about the connection <laughs> failing, yes. but on a massive, screen. massive screen. Like that yes. error message would be no. a meter wide. Yes, Charles. and and you'd be able to clearly see that yes. message. My because eyes are getting bad in my old age because there wouldn't be any cable clutter getting in the way mm. of you, of the error messages. Absolutely. But yes. uh, how does it power itself with no cables? <laughs> well, this is this is the one flaw in the thing is it does actually have one cable, which is the electricity cable. So oh. even in the promo photos, you can see that there's a cable because you're supposed to like hang it on your wall or something. Yeah. But um, there is a cable. Oh, this is another great thing about LG. Yeah. Like, um, my again, my experience with my LG OLED TV that I have, hmm. um, about six months into into owning it, it just completely broke, yes. and I had to get it serviced. Yes. So had I hung it from the wall, yes, I would have had to somehow detach it. Like if it screwed it <laughs> on the wall, yes, it would have taken half a day to get it down. It probably would have taken most of the mm. wall with it because it was so heavy. Yes, but but I think realistically, and knowing you, Dom. You probably wouldn't have bothered to get it fixed, mm. and it just would have hung. Would have, would have like sat it actually, there. it That's would have a been work of art, useful because it means you don't have to go and get it repaired. And I must say, remember, it is three meters big. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, you don't what want car to take can you put it on? <laughs> yeah. I'd have to bring a, a massive semi trailer down to the house. Yeah. I must say, I have seen some of these kind of frame TVs that Samsung's put out recently. Yes, they're very nice, and they're beautiful. Yes. They kind of got a matte screen, yes. and they come with all this art built in. Yes, and it can scroll through some of the great art. 
kind mm. of in the canon of beautiful artworks. Yes. Which is brilliant because yes. it already has the content on it. Yes. Because it's impossible to get <laughs> yeah. any other content onto the TV. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think those sorts of frame TVs mm. will ever really capture what you get in real life when you go and see the real art. Yeah. Which is like thousands of people in front of you <laughs> jostling yeah. to also, and also see it. Uh, when you have a, a TV on your wall showing beautiful masterpieces from you know Van Gogh mm. yes. or whoever, yeah. you don't have your child demanding to be bought stuff at the gift store <laughs> and, and at the gift shop. That's yes. what is the gallery experience for me these days. Yes. Anyway, so you, you, you've got two kids. Yeah. How much would you pay to have a three-metre TV? The, the, you know, like assuming you can get it working. Would I need to give them both my children or only one of them? Well, oh, I see. Oh, well, I don't know. How much does the child cost? Because this one costs $25,000 mm. is the price of this I wonder how much TV. it is to get it so that it works. <laughs> you mean one with all the cable? One with all the cable. $25,000 for a mass. And that's a huge TV. Yes. I suppose if you're rich enough to have a house that it could fit in, yes. it wouldn't matter. Yes, and also you'd be able to employ someone to actually connect all the Bluetooth devices. <laughs> you'd have somebody on standby. Yeah. yeah. What you'd do is you'd give a spare one of your many spare rooms, rooms. to a teenager yes. who'd actually connect the technology I love to it. us. Okay. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So, okay, so there you go. That's, uh, that's one thing that you may want to consider. Uh, if you want to go in a different direction, pick up a Withings U-Scan. Oh. Guess what a Withings U-Scan. I know a bit about Withings. I've got a, I've got a Withings Smart Scale. Oh, so do I. And, and yes. what that does is when yes. I stand on it every morning, yes. it makes me sad about how much of my body is fat yes. and how much weight I have not lost, how much weight I've gained since yesterday. Yes. So I already hate Withings. And are you... Is yours connected to the internet? Yes. Yes, yes. And does it tell you the weather each morning? It tells you yes. the weather each morning. Yes. Which is fantastic. If I want to know what the weather def- definitely isn't going to be, <laughs> I look at what it says on the Withing Smart Scale. And have you recently updated the firmware on yours? I don't know that I have. See, this right. is why Charles and I are actually quite techy. I can't yeah, believe we both yeah. own the same Smart Scale. Yep. So, I haven't updated the firmware, right. no. So if you don't want the Withings Health app, to know, I think it's called HealthMate, mm. you know, the HealthMate app, to know how much you weigh, what you should do is you should update the firmware on your scale to the latest version. Right. Because what it has done is even though my Withings smart scale is still connected to the internet, it shows mm. me the weather and everything like that, it no longer communicates <laughs> with my HealthMate app. Oh, right. Having updated so the, the firmware. So the weather bit works, yes. but the core functionality yeah. of the device doesn't. Yes. Well, you yeah. know why? Withings, yeah. I think, is a French company. And oh, yes. if, uh, above a level of, of, of fatness, they just don't want to know. <laughs> yes, they're disgusted go, by ah, it. Too many croissants. Yeah. No, it's, you know, <laughs> it's that whole thing French women don't get, get fat and not a French men. Yes. I do. And it just doesn't want to know me. Well, I I've got to buy an American smart scale. That'll I, be more forgiving. I imagine the scale is sending my weight 
somewhere oh, out onto the internet. Presumably like, to China somewhere. Right. Mm. It's just not arriving on May. No. Like, because it's still connected to the internet. Like, it must. It's just leaking it out. So it's probably sending it to Medicare and then it ends up on the dark web or yeah, the it, Medibank. That's right. Yeah. It's probably going straight to Medibank and, and you'll find that your health anyway. health insurance will be declined for some reason because of your weight. Anyway, Withings U scan, right? Yeah. And it's a U, it's the letter U. Oh. What do you think that refers to? What 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 is this product? I think it has additional sensors that never previously included in a scale mm. that find a new way to shame you. What would it be for? Uh, some sort it, it, of body. It's not a scale. To be oh, it's clear. not a scale. It's okay. not a scale. It's, it's another type of product. Oh, okay. A U scan. I'm. I can't imagine. Is, is it maybe some sort of some sort of rod that you run over your body and it detects fat and makes you feel bad about yourself in an <laughs> entirely new way? No, it is a device that you put into your toilet, and it scans your urine. Right. U for urine. U for urine. I don't know why they didn't call it a P scan. Yeah, that would have made much more sense. a lot more sense because P is P. Well, P also P. is for poo. That would have been, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, the, yeah. the use maximum. Uh, it's, it's a wee scan. And, okay. the, and the idea is, you know how, like I, about five years ago, I had to have a urine test to check my kidney health. Sure. And you get one, you know, maybe once every 10 years. This scanner, you can check your kidney health every day. Wow. I can't imagine is that useful. Like, Well, I mean, I mean I does your to, kidney sort My of, dad is a kidney specialist. I know, yes. So he might, all that I know is that it's very useful uh, to analyse your urine to know whether you're dehydrated or not, because dehydration is very bad for you. All oh, right. Fortunately, mm. it's quite easy to do that by looking at the colour of the wheel. If it's clear, you're doing great. Mm. If it's yellow, you're doing terribly. So I yes. can't imagine what additional function the 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 use can have. But I'll tell you what, I want to try it out. Yes. Well, <clears throat> the good news is that you can you can use it to check your kidney health. And then, and it what it does is it sits inside the bowl. Of course, so you, it does. You're sort of weighing onto the scanner, right? Mm. But if you want to, you could swap it out. Your wife could swap it out each time she goes to the toilet, um, and use the menstrual cycle um, tracker. Oh, uh, which is a different cartridge. You can't have both. You can't have them both at once. No, of course. And um, what you want to do with a device yeah. that's constantly exposed to pee <laughs> is have to change it, change it every time. <laughs> so that's uh, that's very useful. Um, are we are we really willing to trust? A smart device to sit in our toilet bowl and not have a camera attached to it. So, like, you just imagine the the misuse of this thing. Yeah. Well, no, that that'll be version two point won't it? You have a camera. You can get you share it to Instagram. <laughs> sort of share your urine yeah. results. Yeah, the you yeah. actually doesn't stand for urine; it's for upskirting. <laughs> uh, anyway, and um, if you want to get that, and the good thing is it connects to an app. So, of course, it. Does. it uh, it downloads all the information about your urine to your health app, unless, of course, you update the firmware. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and Gosh, I really do feel I'm in the future. <laughs> what um, other delights are there at okay. CES? <clears throat> a, a bit of a warning with this next one, which is it hasn't quite been released yet, but it, it will be. There was a concept car at CES. It was called the BMW iVision D. Oh, the D, it's D E E, uh, stands for display, right? And the whole idea is that instead, you know how some cars, especially about 10 years ago, could project using, I think, lasers or something, the speed of your car, the speedometer reading mm. onto your windscreen. Yeah, heads up display. I've, seen, I've yeah. seen that. That's a great idea. What BMW has gone, no, that whole windscreen should just be a screen. It should literally be right. a computer screen. So the problem with cars is that yes. we've been looking at the windscreen. <laughs> yes. Whereas, in right. fact, we should have the entire windscreen. 
as a giant TV screen. Yes, and they've got five levels of information, right? So level one is your speed, right? And you can get that projected on your screen. Hang on, so am I just looking at a blank screen, which is a number instead no, no, of no, what's no, in no. front you of me? No, 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 you can see through it. Okay. See, right. Well, for levels one to four, you can see through it. Okay. Right. And so, and it just adds more and more information, including like your maps and everything. Over the actual over glass. The, over your oh, windscreen. Right. Interesting. Then, level five is the cool one, which is, and it's not intended for what, like, it's intended for to use while you're driving along, as long as you don't actually have to drive the car, right? Like, oh. it's, it's uh, it will only work properly in full self-driver mode where mm. the car drives itself. Because it turns your windscreen, like you can't see out of it, and it turns it into a sort of interactive AR sort of thing or wow. slash movie cinema. That's like, so – oh, thank goodness BMW's found one. Because, you know, BMW drivers sometimes, Charles. Yeah. <clears throat> I know this is a – it's an awkward subject. Mm. Occasionally they have to drive through poor people's suburbs. Ah. Yes, yes, where yes. BMW owners don't live. And mm. in that scenario, they could simply black it all out <laughs> yes. and not see the yes. results of the terrible systemic inequality that they perpetrate. No, exactly. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And yes. just, I mean, because uh, police drive BMWs now. Yes. And they could just go through suburbs not have yeah. to just deal with any, any negative yeah. consequences of their own actions. Yes, and, you know, like if they happen to run over a kid or something like that, you'd just feel the bump, but you wouldn't necessarily know. So it wouldn't even be hit You wouldn't run. have to see the riots yes. that your actions are perpetrated. Yes, That's exactly. Great. I love it. The other thing that this car has is it, the screen extends not just to the windscreen, but also the outside paint is all e-ink. Wow. And so you can, and it's colour e-ink. So you can literally change the colour of your car with the press of a button, which I think will be incredibly useful for bank robbers of the future. Yes, absolutely. Because if you're in a getaway, you go, oh, look, there's a red car making getaway. Turn the corner, flick the switch. Suddenly you're in a blue car or a black car, you know, and... Uh, be very useful. It will be very useful until yeah. you activate the full autonomous screen yes. when you inevitably crash. Because as, as you probably heard, Charles, Tesla's had to admit that basically it can't do autonomy. Yeah. It's essentially impossible. Yeah. So um, your, your BMW will crash into a wall, <laughs> probably killing you. But until it does, you can watch Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, and then the other feature of this car is that you can have a conversation with your car. And the... It's worth actually checking out the video of the demonstration they did at CES because it's almost like you're talking to a human being. It's an unbelievably smart car, right? right? And the reason why it's like you're talking to a human being is BMW later admitted that they hired an actor <laughs> <laughs> who was out the back listening to all the questions from the reporters and just it wasn't a robot. It I was mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's real smart technology. <laughs> that is right. It's, uh, it sort of reminds me of the big TV where you, you have a living <laughs> human to operate. Um, and then finally, I'll just give you one last uh, welcome to the future. Are, are you at this I'm point? I'm so you, excited about all this, Charles. You're excited about the future. The last one is, and I know this is going to fucking astound you, but mm. it's a Dolby in-car sound system. Wow. Yeah. So you'd be able to listen to audio in your own car. It's, Are you serious? Yes. Like uh, uh, almost, yeah, like, almost like a car stereo, or is yes. it like is it Dolby Atmos? It's it's Dolby Atmos. It's so it's it's Dolby two, Atmos two point which is Whoa. previously only available in cinemas. Oh my god! Right? So it's cinema level audio quality. You know, all you have to do is buy a Maybach 
<laughs> Maybach. <laughs> of course, it's in a Maybach. Yeah. So, Charles, yeah. if I remember, the yeah. Dolby Atmos, it's an amazing technology. What it yeah. does is um, you can have unlimited sort of points of sound in yes. 360 degrees. Yes. Sort of like a sphere. Yes. So, if you go to the movies, let's say you're watching, I don't know, Avatar, Way of Water. Yes. The giant kind of dragony things or whatever can sound like they're whizzing past your ear. They're coming yes. from behind you. Yeah. So, any audio you listen to in Dolby Atmos yes. will massively distract you from driving because <laughs> yeah, you'll right. think something's yeah. like something's literally attacking your head yeah. and you'll just look away and crash into something. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. It is good. How do and, we cope with that? And, yeah, exactly. And I think the key there is what you should do is you can match the soundscape mm. to outside. So what you do is, you know, say you're driving through a countryside, you'd put on a, a Dolby Atmos soundscape. Yeah. Of a farm with, you know, cows mooing and mm. birds flying over, which would be much better than, say, rolling down <laughs> the car window. windows yeah. and listening to it. And I do hope when you drive through, the, like, the inner city, yeah. um, you have the authentic sounds of someone mm. shouting, fuck you, you <laughs> rich wanker, through the sound system. Yeah. Perfect, you know, digital Dolby Atmos. Yeah, yeah. Be lovely. So, so there you go. That's the first episode of Welcome to the Future. I'm off to go and weigh myself on my uh, Widdings smart scale. Uh, and if anyone knows um, where the information about my work is going, um, if they could, you know. And if you, have, if you have the tech now to help us remix this podcast in Dolby Atmos 2.0. Dolby. So that the one person who has that technology in the world can listen to it and sound as though our voices are whizzing around them mm. in an annoying way, podcast at chaser.com.au. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. But uh, this uh, segment will be back next week. Yes, check out for another Welcome to the Future next week in your feed. Uh, Gear is from Road, and we are part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you later. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.